You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, as always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, providing custom research and content marketing to the global mobile industry and offering mentoring and consulting to mobile startups. And I'm Shahab Zagari, award-winning filmmaker and executive director of Brown Creative Agency. So, Shahab, you know, we watch our show. We watch the numbers for our show. We watch the impact of our show. Mm-hmm. And uh, the numbers are telling us that we are uh, not just moving up the ranks, you know, creating that great audience. Now that we're on Cranberry Radio, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, Getting uh, those loyal fans to keep coming back. Absolutely. Absolutely. A real boost to our profile. But also, we're hearing more about what our listeners out there want to hear the most. And we track these in one of our top shows of all time, actually, was about how to drive the best results with messaging and also push notifications. And our guest back that at that point, that was last year, was AppBoy. So back by popular demand, we have AppBoy on the show with us today with a brand new topic, namely how marketers can get the best results marketing with emojis, which are, of course, the mm. smileys, the pictograms, you know, the stuff we know, love, addicted to, and use in our <laughs> messaging, right? Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, it, it makes sense that if we as consumers are using them, then we as marketers need to bake this into our campaigns and make it a part of how we communicate with people. I mean, perhaps the best example is Domino's Pizza, which actually started this entire thing, where you could hop on Twitter and just send an, an, an emoji for pizza, and there you go. That, that started your order. So what are you seeing amongst your... I'm just wondering, because I can imagine, first of all, you're like me. You're using it. It's second nature. I mean, it's like a whole new language, basically. It's a whole new marketing language. What about your clients? Well, I've started to see the use of Bitmojis 
in messaging. Uh-huh. So not necessarily using it the way Domino's has, but creating, I guess, sort of avatars for you know specific people in the company and things of that nature. And like you said, we're all using it. So I think people are becoming more accustomed to seeing it. Mm-hmm. And you'll be hearing this later on the show. I mean, there's actually this this pent-up sort of almost untapped demand for people who say, yeah, I really like emojis. I'd like to get more of them in my marketing messaging. So anyway, this is why we're going to deep dive into this topic and also delve into some new research on emoji use conducted by AppBoy, our guest today. And they found, as I said, you know, seeing stronger results from messaging campaigns that include emojis. Yeah, and to tell us more about what marketers are doing and more importantly what's working is VP of marketing at AppBoy. Great to have one of our top guests of all time back again. Thanks for joining us, Marissa. Of course, I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. Now let's start with the rise of the emoji. Where did all of this come from and, you know, when if possible did this become a phenomenon? really an interesting question. You know, the history of emojis has long existed and a variety of different channels, and it's really been interesting to see recently how brands have started to use them. Now, at AppBoy, mm-hmm. we're a mar- mobile marketing technology, and we've been following the messages that people have been sending on behalf of, of brands for quite some time. We recently did a study that showed that brands sent more than 800 million messages with emojis in June 2016 up from 145 million in June 2015. That's a 609% increase in emoji use, which is not only proof that marketers wow. are always on the hunt for and engage with customers, it's also proof that they're dominating, dominating modern day conversations. And, you know, even more proof was the Oxford Dictionary's announcement of the tears of joy emoji being the word of the year in 2015. And since we've just seen a drastic jump in those messages. I mean, those are some huge numbers, Marissa, if you think about it. I mean, this is not us using it. This is brands using it to engage with us, people, consumers. You can't, of course, look into the numbers since June, because we're obviously just a little bit past that, but do you have a feeling that what we're seeing is just a volume to start and that this is going to continue to grow like this? You know, I think a lot of brands are learning what the best use cases are for them from an emoji perspective, Mm -hmm. what's working and what isn't. And one thing that we have noticed is that brands are starting to segment more and they're sending more delivered and targeted messages with their emojis. So, for example, since October 2015, the average number of recipients per emoji campaign ranged from about 325,000 to 380,000. That's a stark contrast from the 800,000 to 1 million recipients per campaign in the first half of 2015. Basically, I would say is, you know, marketers are becoming more focused about who they're sending emojis to, and they have much more thoughtful targeting. So it's less about frequency and, and more about that targeted message to find the right balance and cadence. And so do you think it's essentially assisting and aiding marketers in connecting with their consumer? Yeah, you know, I think that there's a lot that you can say in an emoji that you may or may not be able to say with text or if you can 
it's a lot longer to say it, right? So an emoji can really fill the gap or get across the message, convey a message with a little bit more emotion if you use it in the right way. I'm just curious, you know, where you fit in here. I mean, you're obviously, you know, a platform, you're an intelligent technology, you enable this, but are you also giving some assistance or guidelines in basically, you know, it's a personal way of communicating, this is how you need to do it? You know, we recently did a, a study where we looked at the top emojis brands were using and the top emojis that people were using, right? And we mm-hmm. also partnered with a third party called Polefish to look at over 500 recipients and really dig into what their perception of emojis were and, and use that to help guide our customers as well as our prospective customers. And I, and I think it's, it's pretty simple as far as best practices are concerned. You know, align with your brand. Make sure that the emojis are, are very, very catered to the brand. Avoid emoji fatigue. So it's one thing to be effective and in, in entertaining with them, but they can be. Hidden messages, being aware of those hidden messages is also very important. You know, sometimes emojis have a double meaning. And so really researching and looking through that. And then, of course, just staying on top of the emoji trends. There's a World Emoji Day a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, there were many more emojis that were added to um, their already quite vast um, list of, of different emojis. So we're always trying to work with our customers to educate them on each of these things. But the reality is it depends on the brand and the message they're sending. And now everything is custom here. And so is there a disconnect here between what you know audiences appreciate and what brands are actually doing with emojis? Or are they pretty much in sync? That's an interesting question. I, I will answer in two ways. You know, I think the, the first is they are in sync to an extent they're learning, right? They're segmenting more and they're getting far more targeted with their messages. But they are using different emojis than those that people are using. And in general, people are really into emojis. You know, the, the poll that we recently did found that more than 64% like or love emojis compared to only six who dislike or hate them. Um, and consumers are exposed to emojis regularly in their daily life. You know, 86% of them them in their own personal texting or messaging, and 68% are receiving a message with emojis from someone they know once a day or more. And there's a lot of good news in here for marketers. You know, 39% of our respondents uh, actually think that they think it would be fun to receive emojis um, from a brand within their outreach. And despite the, the steady rise of them, I think most respondents aren't actually being inundated with them as much as we may feel. 60% of people said that they receive messages with emojis from brands no more than once a month, and 34% have never received an emoji campaign at all. So there's a lot of opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a yeah, great yet. place. To- they have not received it yet. <laughs> well, they might after this show, Shahab. So uh, <laughs> on that note, we're going to go to break. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about AppBoy research and also some tips around just how this works and what you can do to make it work in your campaign. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And our guest today, Marissa Eidlett, VP of Marketing at AppBoy, and of course, our comeback guest to the show, Marissa. So right before the break, we were talking about, you know, not a disconnect, but what users want and what brands are delivering. And I wanted to go back into your research and have some insights into, you know, what does the data say about the the people and anything about gender or ages that are likely respond to emojis in positive or even negative ways. What can you share there? You know, I think that there's quite a mix of it. You know, we did a, a study that looked at, you know, 500 different respondents and how they were reacting to brands using emojis and then how, of course, they were using them as well. And from a male and female perspective, sure, there's a difference. There's a difference of about, you know, 8% or so in how many of them find them to be really, really fun. But I think the, the more important thing that we like to look at from a mobile marketing perspective is it's much more personal than just the demographic of male and female and, you know, different age groups. It's, it's more about making sure that you're connecting to the person in that exact moment in a very one-to-one and personalized way based on their past activity and behavior. And so, Finding ways for emojis to feed into the conversation is something that we think that will really benefit brands. That's interesting. And so what about, you know, how to use these emojis uh, and the differences between how you use them on different channels? So email versus text message. Sure. So we've actually found, interestingly, that Android and email growth as far as brands using emojis and messages has been quite prolific. iOS has certainly grown a lot as well, but not quite as fast as the other two, email being the greatest. 
What we've actually found, though, is, you know, if you think about it from a marketing perspective, there's so many things that go into what a successful message looks like, how people are opening it and converting it as well. And there's creative, there's the tone of the message, what campaign it was part of, who it's being sent to and when. All of those things obviously factor into a message's success. However, what we found is that the conversion rates associated with emoji usage in an email subject line have increased 135%. And it's important to note, obviously, mm -hmm. that, you know, while they've increased, the number of targeting has gone down, which means a testament to the effectiveness of segmentation and targeting. And of course, obviously, there are all those why other things that, that I've mentioned. That's interesting. Yeah, why do you think that is? I think people are getting more honed in their targeting abilities, right? So the volume of, of emoji usage in campaigns is certainly spiking, but the amount of targeting that goes into it is being fine-tuned by a lot of these brands, which in turn is affecting oh, okay. so it's a conversion oh. rates going up. It's a good thing. It's yeah. a, it is okay. a very good thing, right? Less of a batch and blast type of message and a much segmented one. So at learning, they're actual conversion rates and the open rates associated with these are going up. So, for example, open rates associated with iOS and Android push notification messages that contained emojis have increased by 2,063% respectively year over year. Wow. I mean, it also says it makes a lot of sense here to, uh, to, to target. I mean, marketers are always learning, so that's part of what's going on here. But, you know... I'm trying to get my head around how you would do testing here, A-B testing, similar, I would imagine, to messaging testing. You would have to test, you know, instead of wording and tone, it might be the type of emoji, or, or, or do you have any pointers to how you actually would tackle this? Yeah, I would say there are two pointers. Start slow with emoji marketing. Make sure that you're really thinking through who your audience is, and what your tactic is for your upcoming campaigns, right? The second is to reach the right audience with your emoji messages. Make very, very targeted. And, you know, if you, if you really start to think through, you know, what's working and, and what's not as far as these messages are concerned, it really comes down to testing different variants. And it's not just about A-B testing, right? You can look at a message and you can type, and a variety of different emojis, maybe at the beginning, middle, or end of the message. Maybe that emoji is associated with one message and then a different one. You can test up to, you know, you know, several different variants and really start to hone in on which message works and which one is working for the right audience. Now, do you have specific examples to share? I mean, we love anecdotes and case studies. You know, people that you've worked with? Yeah, sure. So there have been a variety of, I mean, a lot of our clients are obviously using uh, emojis. You know, Domino's does a really fantastic job with their pizza emoji. A lot of other clients of ours are using a variety of different types of emojis. One of them is the fire emoji. Anything that has, you know, a sale involved with it. Many people mm -hmm. are using what they call the party popper emoji, which, which you know, looks like an upside-down hat with confetti falling out of it. That's how I, how I look at it anyway. Um, yeah. So a lot of brands are trying to test out those depending on whether it's a promotional message or it's something more tried and true to their brand, you know. So, for example, the Domino's Pizza one makes a lot of sense, and other brands are using more promotional types. 
So for me, I was going through your research, Marissa, and you know, one of the key takeaways for me, I don't know if it is the takeaway, but it was really interesting, the number of consumers who love emoji messaging and haven't received them yet. So in other words, it's an untapped opportunity for brands to engage with this, you know, this group of con- consumers, primarily, I believe, female and sort of millennial um, in terms of what the makeup of the, of the audience is, you know, that that's something that says, hey, if you're not doing this yet, then you should get started because there is a pent-up demand. Is that a proper way to read some of that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity for brands, but I would still go back to those same two best practices or things to think about for brands before they start going after them, which is, you know, making sure that you're starting slowly, you understand who you're targeting, don't flood a user's inbox, right, or a ton of different push notifications with emoji-packed messages, because you might turn them off. And also make sure that you're reaching the customers with with your emoji messages, the right ones. You know, we've done a lot of different research on and different ways that our clients and our prospective clients are using emojis and messages, and we found that a lot of the ways that they're using them work, but there's always that opportunity to continue to understand who your audience is and collect the data about them, then to target them with more personalized messages with emojis or without, depending on who they are and how many they've received recently. And and again, kind of going back to the examples, um, you know, what at a high level are you seeing in terms of conversion rates with your your clients? Sure, yeah. Conversions rates, as, as I was mentioning earlier, have certainly increased quite a bit. You know, we've seen that open rates specifically, so before I go into conversion rates, let's talk those open rates. They've grown a lot on iOS and push notifications. But as far as conversion rates are concerned, email has actually grown the most. And I think it's important to note that while they've increased um, the number of people being targeted by these gone down, it's, it's back to that comment about that testament to the effectiveness of segmenting and targeting. There's mm-hmm. so many factors that go into the success of a message, the tone, the content, the images, what landing page your deep linked mobile experience is like. As ever, the most successful campaigns are connecting users to what they want most in a very seamless matter. So, again, conversion rates are going up. Segmentation is becoming much, much better. And is there something that you can share, I mean, about the segmentation? Is this the segmentation we know or you as an intelligent customer relationship management suite? Is there something else that's part of this uh, secret sauce, you know, another, another factor in this algorithm that allows us to, uh, you know, be successful with marketing messaging with emojis rather than miss the mark. Absolutely, there sure is. So, you know, we certainly have a, a marketing technology that a lot of different brands are using, and they use it for their lifecycle marketing. But more importantly, you know, you think about it in three different ways. You have to collect the data about every customer, so you have a single view of that customer across channels and across different platforms. And you use that data to send them those messages that are highly personalized in a very one-on-one manner because the reality is is today's customer journey can't be managed. It can't be controlled. You can only hope as a brand that you can influence it, and you can't influence it unless you're giving them 
a personal experience. It's very catered to their usage with your app or on your website or through their email and targeting it in a way that's much more personal to them. And then that third piece, which is optimizing. And, and you do need a mobile marketing technology to really help you do that in, in, in this day and age so you can really start to learn what's working and what isn't across what segments of people. Well, we're going to get to more of these tips in the third segment, final segment of the show. But right now we're going to take a break. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And we've been listening to to know about emoji marketing here with our guest today, Marissa Idlett, VP of Marketing at AppBoy. Great to have you, Marissa. Great to be back. These episodes go by way too quickly. Mm. It's no wonder that you were definitely the top listened um, episode of last year. I think this one will probably overshoot that. But as you know, as you remember, this last segment is where we share your top takeaways for our listeners. So, I mean, what are three top tips for marketers uh, in order to be creative and emotive with emojis? 
You know, you think about all of the different emotions that go on when, you know, and in your own personal relationships that you have as people, as human beings, right? And it's no different than when you're a marketer and you're trying to communicate with your customer. At the end of the day, all you want is to create a mutual relationship with your customers. And your customers like to feel understood. And one of the, you know, most important things to really think about is going back to this whole notion of emotion, right? You know, emojis evoke a certain emotion with people. Well, there are other creative ways that you can think through what drives that emotion. You know, one of these things is simply adding a creative image or a creative message beyond an emoji. We've found that images or GIFs and messages actually allow messages to receive a 57% higher uplift in conversions. So that's one creative uh, takeaway that I would really say. And to tie to that, you know, you think about iOS 10. It's coming out imminently. You're going to be able to incorporate videos and rich in-app experiences directly into push notifications. This is a real takeaway that you can use quite immediately. The second is just pure personalization. Think about that person's name. Think about the last emojis that they have connected with. Think about what you know about them. When you're using personalization of any kind and segmenting and targeting to your customers that way, there's a likelihood that your conversion rates could be 3x what they are today. And then finally, the third really is Take it a step further and think about all the dynamic content that you have that you can pull into your messages to create a way to connect back to that emotional element with your customer. There are different types of real-time data that you can use, both your proprietary servers or public APIs, say it's the weather, say you know, you're a music streaming company or a content provider, you can pull in different information about content that they like or follow. Those are just one ways to, to think about moving beyond just greeting a customer, customer by name or creating really unique experiences with emojis and GIFs and videos, right? You know, you can find a way to take third-party data and first-party data to filter it in. So whether that's the weather, that's content from somewhere else, hey, maybe it's a movie. How can you connect back to that person? Because, again, at the end of the day, People just want to feel understood, and in order to create that long-term relationship with your customers, you have to get personal and you have to get creative. So, like what I'm hearing, Marissa, is also at some level, it's great to think of it, nothing's ever a standalone, but it's great to think of it as an approach, as its own language, but it's really most effective if it's integrated and, 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 you know, and finds its place in the mix of all the other messaging and marketing. Exactly. You need to think about it as a bigger picture. Emojis are really important because they're definitely having this surgence, but there are many other factors that go into what allows you to have effective marketing, and that's just one of them. So it looks to me, Shahab, as if we're going to have to have her back <laughs> with, yeah, with some more of the same. To. We're going to have to have a look into maybe the uh, effectiveness of some holiday emojis and maybe when Apple, you know, the new operating system um, update. Your clients are using this um, when everything is just, you know, everything is so interactive and emotive and creative in the middle of a message, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, I'd be happy to join. Well, we'd be happy to have you back, absolutely. But in the interim, before we have you back again, Marissa, how do our listeners stay in touch with you? How do they keep up with you and uh, some of the cool stuff coming out of uh, AppBoy in the way of research and findings? 
Sure. Well, you can just head over to AppBoy's blog, Relate, appboy.com forward slash blog, or you can follow me on Twitter. I'll be sharing a lot of different insights at Hayes, that's H-A-Y-E-S-M-12. Hayes M12. And Shahab, what about you? They can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. And check out our portfolio at HigherGroundCreative.agency. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peggy Ann, Peggy Ann E at the end. And, of course, you can email me at MobileGroove where you'll also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And elsewhere on the web, you can look for my columns all about the business of mobile on Forbes, VentureBeat, and my own Mobile Groove. Thanks again for joining us for Mobile Presence. Remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to cranberry.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, and iHeart simply by searching Mobile Presence. Thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence. Your inside track on everything you need to reach and engage your target audience with mobile. And remember, mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. on this Cranberry Radio program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry Media. Any redistribution of this content without proper consent is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.